Well, <laughs> if you're in business and you haven't experienced growing pains, then you're not in business. <laughs> right. Because challenges are the forefront of business. It's how you approach them. It's how you deal with them. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. With her early life in the spotlight as the daughter of a legendary Hollywood producer and yogi philanthropist, Jody Gubabrowski constantly felt pressure to look a certain way and continually struggled with her body image. Yoga ultimately led Jody to her purpose, and it changed her entire outlook on life. But as a yoga instructor and life coach, she kept searching for stylish and flattering workout wear to complement not only her teaching and practice, but her life beyond the yoga mat. When she couldn't find what she wanted, she created it herself. That's the short version of how Beyond Yoga was born. I love digging into business origin stories, and Jody's is so unique. She shares how she learned to hear and follow her intuition, her journey through the growing pains of an apparel brand, and how she set her brand apart in a crowded space through storytelling. Here she is, Jody. Thanks to Skillshare for supporting Gold Digger. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Do something today you couldn't do yesterday with classes designed for real life. Skillshare is an online learning community with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger and get a free trial of premium membership. This episode is made possible by Tailwind. Create, schedule, and post to Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook, all from the Tailwind suite. Tailwind is offering a special deal for Gold Digger listeners. If you haven't tried Tailwind yet, go to tailwindapp.com slash Jenna to get $30 off your Tailwind subscription. Jody, I am so excited to be connecting with you today. I am a fan of what you do, but I'm even more excited to hear the story and the origin of where you began. So welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm equally as excited to be here. So Jody, one thing that caught my attention is your story is so unique. And so before we dive on in, I want to know where did your journey to founding Beyond Yoga begin? Where did it? <laughs> you know, it's a funny, I laugh because like, you know, you could go into so many different ways of thinking. There are people that think, there are people that say you chose your parents. There are people that say you, you know, before you were born. And so I think somehow, <laughs> somehow this was maybe partially chosen for me, but I was born into a very type A personality uh, of family, both my parents, very type A, I would say I'm very type A. And I was always I was the firstborn. And I was always raised 
I was the daughter, but I was kind of the son because my family didn't have boys until way, way, way later. And so my dad was always like, you're going to take over the company. You're, so I developed a sense of entrepreneurial spirit and a drive to work from a very young age. And so I was always had this thought that I was going to follow in his footsteps and take over the company. And as time went on, I, I did start in the entertainment business and I did work in production and I was a talent agent and I found that it wasn't for me. And so as I went through that journey, I opened myself up to possibility. And because I was born into the family I was born into, who, as you know, my dad is best friends with Tony Robbins. My parents are super close with Deepak Chopra. So there was all of this and people like that in my life on a regular basis. Yoga was part of my parents' life since I was a little girl. So there was a lot of awareness and the idea of consciousness and mindfulness and opening yourself up to possibility and opportunity that existed in my world and around me and impacted me, obviously, consciously or unconsciously. And as I wasn't happy at jobs, much to my, I think, dad's chagrin, even though now he sees how it all paid off, I would move on. When I wasn't happy and I knew it wasn't satisfying me, I would move on. And I totally got where he was coming from. It's a different mentality. He's older than me. He comes from a different, he comes from back East. It's more conservative, just a different mindset. And I get it. And he's a man and I'm a woman. And it took me a long time to realize I'm not a man. I'm not his age. I'm not. So who is Jody? Who is Jody unto herself? And yeah. I was brave enough, I felt, to leave those jobs and keep trying things. And I tried a lot of different things. I was, I had a PR event company, which was awesome and super successful. I left that. I went back to school. I got a master's in education. And eventually I left all of it. And I started being a yoga teacher and life coach and I loved it, but something was missing. And so I sat down one day and really thought about what do I love? I love fashion. I love fitness. I was a big proponent of body positivity. I was the West Coast editor of a plus size magazine at the time called Mode. And it was <laughs> definitely an uphill battle. It's not where it is today. And I really sat down and thought about, okay, I want to be in control of my life. I want to be my own boss. I want to drive my destiny. And it just came to me to start an activewear brand that was for everybody and everybody. Well, this is amazing. So one of the things that I want to touch on, because I think it's powerful and it's evident in what you just said, that you wanted to make a company that was for everybody and everybody. Talk to me a little bit about your yes. personal journey with self-acceptance and self-love, because I think that even through how your brand shows up today, it's very evident that it's a conscious choice. Absolutely. And it definitely is. So to kind of go back to the beginnings, I grew up in a Hollywood-based family and felt very much in the spotlight, so to speak. And my challenge in this lifetime was body image, self-esteem. And yeah. I, I, I say I struggled with my weight, but the weight was the outcome of it. Now looking back, I realized I struggled with self-esteem and self-image. It wasn't so much struggling with weight. The weight was my own protection mechanism, but that's looking back, you know, hindsight. <laughs> so <laughs> I really 
had these struggles and tried to figure out how do I master this? How do I, how do I, at the time it was, how do I lose weight? How do I feel better? And so I think by the time I got to the point where I was launching beyond yoga or even like the beginnings of it, it was okay. And I was the West coast editor of this magazine. How do I launch a line that really makes everybody feel good right where they are. Because I think the intention is you got to love yourself today to help that person move forward. That doesn't mean, because I think there's a lot of distinction in the body positivity movement and a lot of different words people use. I'm not saying, oh, it's great to be overweight, super overweight, a little overweight. That's not what I'm saying. It's great to love yourself wherever you are. And then you can find a way to make changes or better yourself from that point. And so that was really mm -hmm. the intention behind Beyond Yoga is to inspire people to feel good today in clothing that helps you. You don't have to you don't have to work out in it. You could take a walk in it. You could lounge in it. But I wanted people to feel like there was clothing for them to take care of themselves in the different areas of their life. Mm. I love that. And I agree in the self-love movement is it's not about complacency. It's about, you know, wanting to be the best version of you, the healthiest version of you, but loving yourself where you're at and where you're headed. And I know, you know, there can get mixed messaging there. And I think that it's powerful to also equip women with the tools and the clothing and the unique way of feeling so that they feel empowered to become the best version of themselves. There's nothing worse than shopping online and not seeing yourself represented or not seeing your size included, that makes you feel like, well, maybe this world isn't for me. And I know the yoga world has kind of faced criticism around that a little bit. Do you care to speak to that at all? You know, it's interesting. When Beyond Yoga was initially coming to conception or was being figured out what it was going to be, and I wanted it to be for everybody and everybody, the challenge was in the beginning when you're launching a business, you can't, it's challenging to go from extra, extra small to 4X right out the gate. Yep. So in the beginning, it was extra small to extra large. And it was really important to me to have extra large. And even though the extra large didn't sell a lot, it was imperative to me to keep that. It would have been totally out of it would have just not have had integrity and authenticity if it didn't have that in it. And I soon moved to extra, extra large. And then after that, extra, extra small. And then we went to 1X, a 2X, a 3X, and then to 4X. And so it took a while to get yeah. there, but our intention was always that. And so sometimes I would say, I guess what I'm saying is there are a lot of people who get criticism. And sometimes you need to give people a chance to yeah. catch up. Some brands have, some brands haven't. I think one of the things that, one of the biggest distinctions for Beyond Yoga is that, and I, I don't say this with arrogance, I say this with just truth, we didn't jump on a bandwagon. We were the bandwagon. You know, Beyond Yoga started really, truly 20 years ago is when it first kind of came to its birth. And I was a West Coast editor of Mode. And so the whole concept of, active wear and body positivity is what Beyond Yoga was from day one. And so I think that's what makes us 
stand apart. I think that the truth of that and the realness of that is what makes us stand apart and why it's special. I think that's so powerful. I want to know, Jody, what was it like in those early days when you have this idea, this notion to getting it off the ground, shipping your first product to a paying customer? What did that look like? Because product-based businesses have so many moving parts from ideation to creation to factories to fabric to choices. What was that process like for you? Well, it's interesting because when I first started Beyond Yoga, if I were to go back to the beginning, and the only reason I'm telling this part is because I know that I have heard you speak and heard you talk about intuition, and that's super important to me. So before I get to that, let me just tell a little part of the story is that when I first had the idea of Beyond Yoga, I went to a business associate of my mom's, and he said to me, you know, you really should try to get one of the bigger companies to work with you. And at the time I was buying blanks and doing stuff to them and seeing if I liked the idea of even creating clothing and how people responded to my creations, people loved it. And so it was happening. And so when he said that to me, I thought, you know, one part of me, like all of us, the skeptic is like, what a big company, huh? Why? (laughs) And then I thought, okay, in the name of possibility and opening up and manifestation and all of that, I'm going to like be open to like what could be. And literally not long after that, I got approached by a, a big sports company. Originally, I launched the line with them and it was Beyond Yoga by Fila. And they came to me and they said, we want you to do PR for us because I used to do PR and someone recommended me to them and help get clothes on celebrities. And I said, I don't do that anymore. I'm a yoga teacher and life coach, and I'm doing a yoga clothing line. And they said, well, what if we do your yoga clothing line? I said, then I do PR. (laughs) (laughs) And so I started with them and they actually came to me relatively early on after I think it was two years and asked me to help them build Fila and not be on yoga And that just wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to, because they weren't about body positivity. They weren't about, they didn't have the ethos that Beyond Yoga had for me. And even though I was in it to be successful and make money, so to speak, to to take care of myself, I was in it equally as much for the messaging. And so I left and I relaunched it on my own. And the reason I don't really tell that story is because really the inception of Beyond Yoga happened 15 years ago with the woman who today is my partner. But I tell that because I I believe in manifesting and opening yourself up to possibility and to believing. And so that's why I mentioned that because I would think for your listeners, viewers, audience, that that's something, it's an important takeaway to remember and work on. I think intuition is like one of the most underestimated gifts for entrepreneurs. And and so often we're so hungry for the next step that we look to others before we listen to ourselves. And so I love that you share that because Mm -hmm. I think it's so powerful, especially in today's age where the world is so noisy and so loud and it commands our attention so much that having that invitation to kind of get quiet with yourself and lean on your intuition is is a reminder that I think we constantly need. And, and it's it's a theme lately that I'm finding with so many women is when you really pull back the success and the layers, 
it's those moments and those times where we actually were quiet enough to listen to ourselves and to trust ourselves. I want to know, you know, the women's apparel space is so crowded. And I want to know, like, what is your secret sauce? Like, what is the differentiator for you? We've talked about a lot of different facets, but I'm curious if you've put your finger on one specific thing. Well, I really, I mean, what I was saying earlier, I really believe that because we were the bandwagon, so to speak, yes, big sports companies existed. I'm not saying we created activewear by any stretch. I'm saying, but this athleisure business that's body positive, that's really about supporting people to feel good about themselves as they are today is so what is happening now, but it is who we are at our core. And I think that's really what makes us stand out. I think what makes us stand out is that we really make clothes for all body types. We fit on all body types and we promote all body types. So we really try to get models of different shapes and sizes. So you have an opportunity to see it on different people. And I think that that is, and, and it's who we were from the beginning. It's not like we pivoted and, and joined that. So I think that people really feel that whether they are aware of it or not. And to touch back on your previous topic about which you just mentioned again, intuition, when I left the company I was doing it with, I had to stop and really think about it. Cause there are plenty of people that said, and, or would say, are you crazy? Like you have this incredible mm. opportunity and it's like, yeah, but it's not my opportunity. That's someone else's opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> and so I really had to trust my intuition about that. And so even to the point that when I hired Michelle, when I relaunched the business by myself, when I hired Michelle, who's now my business partner, I said to her from day one, I said, I know you're going to think I might sound crazy, but the universe supports beyond yoga and it's going places and you will see. Hmm. And day Hmm. by day, like at first she looked at me like, "Mm, what is this woman saying? (laughs) And now she sees it. I mean, now she really sees it. But like whether it was Cindy Crawford or Reese Witherspoon saying, nope, you don't have to send me clothes. I'm going to go buy them in stores. And they were photographed buying them in stores and just so many different stories like that, where it just, it was so clear that this mission was being supported. Wow. What were the growing pains for you? I mean, we can talk about the success and the beauty and the vision and the intuition, but I want to know, like, have you experienced any growing pains? What did it feel like? How did you get past them? Well, <laughs> if you have an ex- if you're in business and you haven't experienced growing pains, then you're not in business. <laughs> right. Because challenges are the forefront of business. It's how you approach them, it's how you deal with them. I mean, I would be I I have to tell your audience that there were times where I would call my family catatonic on the couch in tears. What did I get myself into? Oh my God, I'm responsible for all these people. This is so hard. And like, I'd cry it out. And, you know, I'd remind myself, they'd remind me, and I'd pick myself up and get back in there. And, but you know, definitely challenges. I mean, growing pains, mistakes, how you handle them. And every business is going to have challenges. Every business is going to have mistakes. It's how you deal with them. Can you find a way to turn that mistake into an opportunity? Can you learn from it? I think it's really important. I mean, 
we went through everything. One of the things that Michelle and I always talk about is in the beginning how we sort of reinvented the wheel a bunch of times because mm-hmm. we really wanted to learn how to run a business. And neither of us had ever run a business. Neither of us were ever in the clothing apparel business. And so we literally are self-taught. And we would make mistakes that we might have been able to avoid had we hired someone to do it, but then we wouldn't have learned it. And then when we hired that person, we wouldn't have understood what they were doing. So there was a big upside to really learning the nuts and bolts on our own so that A, we understood what the employees were doing, had compassion and understanding and felt like we really had an understanding of the business from so many different aspects. I mean, of course, at some point the business gets so big, you can't, like, I can't possibly know all the ins and outs of production because that's not what I do day in and day out, but I understand the base of it. Yeah. Do you remember when Pinterest first started? It felt like a giant scrolling recipe book or DIY blog with a few outfit inspo photos mixed in. Now, Pinterest is a powerful search engine, and I love using Tailwind to get the most out of my Pinterest strategy. Pinterest scheduling with Tailwind helps you grow your business with more traffic so you can spend time doing what you love. With Tailwind Create, you're not only automating your pins and sending more traffic to your site, they give you the tools to create with almost done Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest designs tailed specifically for you. Set your logo, your fonts, and your color palettes one time, and Tailwind Create automatically applies your brand style to every design. That's like a major time saver. When your pins are up, you can use Tailwind's detailed analytics to understand what's working for you across every post, every pin, and every moment. If you can have only one tool for your Pinterest strategy, make it Tailwind. Tailwind is offering a special deal for Gold Digger listeners. If you haven't tried Tailwind yet, go to Tailwind app dot com slash Jenna to get $30 off your Tailwind subscription. That's tailwindapp.com slash Jenna for $30 off your subscription. I'm giving you full permission to pursue hobbies and interests beyond the skills it takes to run your business, but skills that bring you joy and give you a creative outlet. As an entrepreneur, we often neglect that learning and doing for fun side. Skillshare's online learning community is a great place to explore your creativity. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. I've always dabbled in watercolor and art, but I've been wanting to learn some new techniques on my iPad. The hand lettering and Procreate class taught by Gia Graham looks right at my alley. Maybe I'll even learn to create some new designs for the Gold Digger Podcast Instagram account. My annual subscription is just $10 a month, but you can begin to explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger and get one month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of a premium membership at Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger. I think that's a powerful reminder because... You know, we talk about like outsourcing and hiring and all of these different things, but I think there is something really, really incredible about you wearing the hat first before you pass that hat off, because it does come with that level of empathy and understanding. And it also gives you this holistic look at 
all of the tiny pieces that make up one brand or business. And I think sometimes it's tempting to outsource things really quickly. But I know inside of my business, I've done every single role from customer service to production to, you know, everything. And so it it helps as a leader to really connect with your team. But it also helps you just understand holistically all of the moving parts that go into creating one product or serving one customer. Absolutely. And I really feel I have a lot of gratitude that I had that experience. Now, as we've become much, much, much bigger, it's been interesting. There have been some people that have been at this business for many, many years, and I have relationships with them. As we get bigger, it's harder and harder to have relationships with so many people. Yeah. But one of the things is, yes, it's good to learn. It's also good to know when you have to turn something over and stop micromanaging. So I remember when I first, when Michelle was building this business with me and I would turn things over to her, sometimes it would be hard. It'd be like, I would see myself micromanaging and I'm sure it was so, I, I know it was hard for her. And I've gotten to the point now where there's so much trust and so much that there's so much autonomy and it's great to see other people thrive, but you're not going to be able to do every aspect of the business, but when you're starting, you are. And that's when I think the base, forming that base is really important, but also knowing as you grow, when to be honest about what you don't know and you don't want to know. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I think that's so important. And I think too, as if you want to grow and scale, you have to get super, super intentional about the answers to that questions and, and what it looks like to build your team and, and how you give people permission to have that level of ownership. Cause I think that makes such a huge difference. One thing that I was joking about with you before we hit record on is that, you know, this last year, especially, but honestly, the entire existence of my brand for a decade has been that I just love yoga pants and live in them. And so I want to know over the last year when leggings and yoga pants and and comfortable apparel became the uniform for working from home for so many, what happened to your business? Did your marketing or messaging have to change at all? How did you adjust? Well, first I want to say, you know, what a crazy year, well, more, almost a year and a half we have had. And I, I say with great pride, but also humbly that I'm so, I feel so lucky that what we went through supported my Mm -hmm. business. I know so many people lost jobs and lost, had a lot of loss in their life and my heart goes out to them. And I, I feel grateful that it did support this business because what did everybody want to do? Exercise and lounge. And to answer your specific question, to some degree, we might have paid attention to certain things. But again, to go back to the very first thing, it's always been who we are. We've always been about lifestyle. We're about fitness. We're about being active, but we're about lifestyle. We're about a certain kind of lifestyle, a more casual lifestyle, a, a lifestyle that supports being active and on the move. So you could go to work or you could lounge at home in the clothes And you could also go on a walk and you could also work out. So because of that, it hasn't shifted that much. There might have been 
certain things weighted more than yeah. others, you know, like when we would have images of people out and about, it might not have been out and about, it might have been more home and cozy on your couch. But for the most part, it's really been what we're about. I think that's so amazing. And I mean, really, when you even think of your name beyond yoga, like, yes, wear this on the map, but you can go beyond. What has it been like for you as you have shifted Jody from this person with an idea to this visionary leading this company forward? How has your identity shifted kind of as your roles have changed over the years? That's a great question and an easy and not easy question to answer. I would say who Jody is as a human being is always evolving. It's something that I'm passionate about. I'm always trying to be vulnerable and put myself out there and be honest and encourage people to love themselves. And it's always, that's been who I've been for many, many years. I think that it's just, it's, my success with the business is just, it's almost like if you took your, if you were doing a triangle and I was at the bottom of the base of the triangle on either side, one was Jody and one was the business. And as they went up, they both met at the top. It's almost like that. They were two separate things in a way running somewhat parallel, but not exactly parallel. They intersected. And because as I've been working on myself and I've been growing this business, I've grown, the business has grown, the business has grown, I've grown. And so they've supported each other. But I don't think it's really, I don't think the business has changed who I am as much as it validated my intuition, which is a huge thing, you know, huge thing. Like I said, when I started this business, I said to Michelle, this is how successful it's going to be. This is what's happening. And it is. And it's amazing. And I pinch myself. Like, but I told her from day one, the universe supports beyond yoga. It's happening. So case in point, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, when I was at the bottom on the left and the bottom on the right, starting as me and starting as the business, the beliefs were aligned, but the business success had to catch up to the intuition and the belief. Yeah. But I think that I don't, I guess I can't discount that it's partially the, the success of the business because when you are successful, there's a level of pride and accomplishment that you feel that boosts you. So I, I can't completely separate them out. What I could say is, is that on my path, which has been a yogic path, if you look at me who I was when the business started and you look at me now, You'd see a very different person in a lot of ways, but it's not because of the business. So, but I'm sure it impacted it. I mean, I, I remember for a small example, I remember when Instagram first came out, I think it was 2010, I think. And I was like, no way, no way, not doing it. It's not happening. FOMO, FOMO, FOMO. And I would get on Instagram and I would have FOMO and I'd feel bad. And, and then as I continued my own self growth, whether it was listening to podcasts like yours or your podcast or Tony Robbins or whatever different self-help. I hate the word self-help. It's just such a used word. Personal like, development. Whatever I could do to better <laughs> myself. Personal development. Yes. It was really important to me. And one of the people, Brene Brown, who I just love, 
said something to me, not to me, it was in, a, in one of her books. It was about belonging versus fitting in. Yeah. And when I read this piece, and this was on my journey of, you know, while I've been growing this business, and she she did some research, and I think this came from children, but fitting in requires you to be who you think they want you to be. Mm-hmm. Belonging asks of you to be yourself, and you will be where you're supposed to be. And I'm paraphrasing the way I interpreted it, but... And I was like, just was really interesting to me. And that was a huge turning point for me. And I went from, I wouldn't say I went from FOMO to JOMO because I never had the joy of missing out, but I I went to neutrality. It was like, I knew if I wasn't there, it was because I wasn't supposed to be. And when I started to pay attention when I was in certain places that I thought I wanted to be and I really paid attention, I would be like, oh, this, this doesn't feel like me. So... I think some of that came from human growth that came through growing my business and being a boss and being a leader, but came through my own self journey. So they probably go together, but I bring it up because I think it's such an important thing that most of us struggle with. Most of us want to fit into the right size clothes, fit into the right friend group. And I'm using air quotes, fit into, instead of being like, where do I belong? Where it feels right. And so I think that's so in work with friends across the board. So I think it's a, for me, an important thing to mention because I do think it plays a part. Well, I think it's so powerful too. And, And honestly, I think a lot of entrepreneurs find themselves on this path, you know, after you've grown a business or started a business and you're kind of out of those early like hustle grind days where you start to dig into that personal development piece more, you have the bandwidth to ask yourself those questions. You're having these experiences that leave you questioning, what are my values? You know, what do I believe? Where do I fit in in all of this world? And, you know, I think a lot of us, at the beginning, we're just looking for this direct path, this step-by-step to just simply getting our idea off the ground. But soon we see, wow, there's so much power in our intuition and how we show up. And, you know, Jody, you talk about, you know, you're a leader, you are a leader in, in not just the industry you find yourself in, but in life, you lead this team. And I think it's really a great example and illustration that you offered of doing that personal inner work, because even though it shows up in every area of our life, it really shows up in the way that we can be a visionary for our company and our mission. And I think you've been able to do just that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I I take that to heart. And it's interesting because when I brought up Instagram, you know, cut to Mm -hmm. today, 20, 11 years later, 2021, I decided this year, I was like, you know, I I think I need to focus on my Instagram (laughs) and build my platform. I have things to say. And I started working with people and I found myself getting frustrated and focusing. I was like so focused on the numbers and so focused on just the wrong things. And I stopped and I said, you know what? Who's ever supposed to follow me will follow me. And who's ever supposed to hear what I have to say will hear what I have to say. And if it's of interest to them, they'll follow me. And if it's not, they won't. And they'll find me organically. And when I took that approach, and I share that again, because I think Instagram and social media is such a huge pressure in all of our lives. If we're in 
if yes. we're in life, yes. you know, <laughs> forget business. If we're in life to, to try to take a step back, be gentle on yourself, be authentic, you know, listen to your intuition, get really clear about what you want. What's your goal? Your goal isn't to grow your numbers. Your, your goal is to yeah. touch people. And if you change one person's life, you've changed someone's life. And yes. that's what matters. I want to know, you know, what is it that gets you excited and gets you out of bed in the morning? What's something you're working on that you're just feeling that creative energy or that passion towards these days? Well, one of the things that I'm, it has nothing to do with business. One of the things that I'm really passionate about is, well, health, wellness. I'm really, really passionate about taking care of myself and eating right and taking certain supplements and and living a lifestyle that will, people laugh when I say this, but I tell people I want to live to, a, I used to say 120. And then I heard Dave Asprey say 150. I thought, okay, 150 <laughs> it is. And I tell people I'm going to live to 150. And they're like, why would you want to live that long? I'm like, why wouldn't you want to? It's great here. Who doesn't love it? It's, it's a great place to be. And so I really try to live my life super healthy because I want to live to 150, which is interesting. Side note, one of the reasons that I exercise very diligently five to six days a week for 25 years, and I will tell you when I first started it, and again, for anyone listening, for everyone listening, I exercise for my health. And that's why I do it five oh. to six days a week, because my health is a, such a priority. It's so high up that I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk that. Whereas if I was saying I'm exercising for yeah. weight loss, it's easy to kind of be like, ah, okay, it's easy to kind of push it off. So when you link up what's important to you, doing something, something you want to do and linking it to something that's really important to you, chances are you'll yeah. get it done. And I would say that's, I'm using exercise, but I think that's the yeah. case with anything. You know, if supporting your family is a super, super, super high priority, then you'll find a way to support your family. And so I just, I found that health wellness was so important to me that I'm, I very much, I spend, I spend a decent amount of time researching that and talking to different epigeneticists and people because I'm very fascinated by it. Sometimes I think, oh, I should have been a doctor, but not necessarily a doctor <laughs> because then you're bound by certain kind of like some people are life coaches and some people are therapists because you're bound by certain laws of that business. But I really love health wellness and it definitely, and not just health wellness, like self-help. Uh, personal pers development. What did, call it? what did you call it? Personal <laughs> yes. growth, personal development. I love listening. I love listening to Brene Brown. I will watch her yes. TED Talks yes. over and over again. I will watch her interviews with Oprah over and over again. Because even though I've heard it so many times, repetition, yes. what is it? Repetition is yes. the mother of skill. I think that's how the expression goes. And so I, I'm, I'm very into that. That's something that makes me get out of bed outside of my business, outside of my family. But that is definitely something I love. I do love some bad TV. <laughs> oh, same, same. Come on. Give me that Bravo. I think I could exist just with Bravo TV. <laughs> uh, oh, Bravo. It's funny you mentioned Bravo. Uh, well, this is not coming out. This won't air today, but my girlfriend is 
God bless her. She's on Bravo tonight. She's one of the new housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know. Oh, good. God bless her, but you said Bravo, <laughs> so let me think of it. That's amazing. Jody. where can everybody find you, learn more about you beyond yoga? Check out your Instagram to see if they belong. Give us all of the places. Absolutely. So beyondyoga.com is our website. You can shop there. At Beyond Yoga is our Instagram. My personal Instagram is Jody Guberbrovsky at Jody Guberbrovsky. And would love you to follow me, share, communicate. Uh, I always share things on my Instagram. I sometimes will teach Zoom yoga classes because I'm a yoga teacher. Recently, I launched a book club on Instagram and we read The Silent Patient and we're about to have the first book club next week. I just that. Oh, wasn't it so (laughs) good? I finished that this morning. It was so good. I literally woke up early to finish it before my day of interviews because I had Uh, to know what happened. It was so good. (laughs) No, totally. So I have a whole bunch of people I've never met before that are doing a book club with me next week, which is super exciting and get a connect. And I look forward to meeting as many of you that will give me that pleasure. Yes, I'm just so excited with Beyond Yoga's maternity line because I feel like being a pregnant woman, the maternity options are very limited out in the world. And so just thank you for catering to growing bellies. Absolutely. Um, Our our maternity line is called Beyond the Bump and it's amazing for it's amazing it's amazing amazing. we do we do have men's coming down the pipeline we do have men's coming we just did a small mommy and me thing and we'll have more of that too lots of fun things coming down the pipeline Oh, Jody, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today it was so incredible hearing your story and your mission and your intuition thank you so much it was an honor a pleasure and I can't wait to continue to follow your success as well that conversation with Jody went in so many amazing directions. And I think it's so powerful to look at the core of her message. Her intuition guided her on that process of what she wanted her brand to be. And she believed and sold that mission to anyone who would listen, but she also lived it out, gave it time to grow its own wings and become a reality. And I think it's so powerful to look at all of those little steps, those little actions that have guided her to where her brand is today, perfectly positioned in a world where we live in athleisure and we're looking for clothes that go beyond the mat into our daily lives. It's really compelling to be able to talk to these founders. And one thing that I find that so many have in common is that they cling to that belief that got them started in the first place and they turn it into their mission. And Jody has managed to do just that. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Of course, until next time, keep digging your biggest goals. And if you have a moment today, could you take a second to leave us a review? It truly fuels me and my team that help support this show. And it also means a lot to the guests that we invite on. I so appreciate you. Thank you for being a part of this community. And I'll land in your earbuds super soon. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. 
And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 